At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill. Paulie is out uh, this week. We are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. Dennis Bernstein will join us coming up in five minutes. Um, I could probably guess where Dennis is going to go with this uh, game four tonight. But we'll ask him, obviously, do the Lightning finish it off and sweep the Canadians? Or do the Canadians uh, have some more fight tonight and maybe pull off one win to send it back to Tampa for a game five and to make the, the mayor of Tampa happy then, which maybe, she's maybe asking the, for. Yeah, maybe the historical context of uh, Tampa Bay potentially winning another title. Yep. Also, uh, Jay Croucher on the show in 35 minutes and uh, Doug Kazarian from ESPN's Daily Wager, who's actually won an uh, eating contest before. <laughs> I mean, he says he has. I know. He likes should to break about should it. Should we put odds on him actually being on? What would you make it as of right now? I mean, he was texting me around midnight. 12.30? Was he really? I think he was out watching fireworks. He was that one guy by himself? I think so. Yeah, that's who I was referring to. <laughs> I don't know. That's It's an early it's an early wake-up call. Yeah, boy. If he's, if he's texting you at 12, 12.30, that might be uh, might be minus 150 to the no. All right. Can we'll answer see. the phone. I have some I, faith in him. I trust him. He told us he's going to be on today. Sure. So, um, opening NBA Finals Series price at the Westgate in town, I think they were the first book in Las Vegas anyway to put it up. They had the Suns minus 150 and the Bucks plus 130. Now, they actually opened it up, if you go back to last week, once the Bucks won game three against the Hawks to go up two games to one, Giannis was still healthy. They made the Bucks at that time 
minus 150. That completely flipped. And then since the opener, now most books have it around the Suns minus 175 or 180. We had David Thorpe on an hour ago, and he seems to think like if Giannis can't go, he says the Suns in five. If Giannis can go and he's and he's you know okay and he's playing every single game, he thinks the Bucks can win in six or seven. What do you think? Yeah, I actually think the 150 was too light on the Bucks. Do you? Yeah, I think when because again we're talking about when Giannis was healthy. Of course, yeah. They throw up a 150, and I, I thought it was a little bit too light on the Bucks. I thought they should have been a bigger favorite. Now. I think we might be a little too high on the Suns, especially with the chance that Giannis does play. I know um, we were talking earlier about it looks like he's going to at least try. We don't know what percentage he's going to be able to give them. Maybe not game one, but at some point he's playing in this series. So I think there there's a lean to the Bucks for me on this, but I do think with a fully healthy Giannis, I would have liked to lay the 150. Yeah, it'd be nice to have uh, the Suns plus 130 in pocket right now from last week and come back and then lock in a profit with the Bucks, huh? Be great, although you talked about not hedging earlier. Well, so. I think there's also a difference between, I guess, like, scalping and arms. When you get plus and, on both sides, it's a pretty nice That's a pretty, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yes, then you're going to, and by the way, if you bet it heavy enough, then you're going to, right, and it's NBA Finals, so you can get down huge bets on this kind of stuff, obviously, so sure, sure. you'd be able to lock in a pretty nice profit that way, but... I mean, yeah, it's like if any, if, if, if for a baseball game, for example, if this, if Circa had um, the Giants today at plus 130 and William Hill had the Giants plus 130, you'd, you'd be dummy not to bet them both. Right. Yeah, for you know? sure. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll talk to Dennis Bernstein from the fourth period.com. A hockey expert. Does Tampa finish the job tonight or does Montreal make it a game five? Uh, we'll ask him that coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Tampa Bay Lightning play for the sweep of Montreal in the Stanley Cup final. Game four of the Bell Center today. Tampa Bay, the dollar fifty-five road favorite. Montreal plus one forty-five, five over the total. The NBA Finals are set. Coming up, Game one Tuesday in Phoenix. The Suns, a five and a half point home favorite against the Bucks, two seventeen and a half the total. Giannis Adetokounmpo, day today with a hyperextended knee, did not play in the final two games of the Eastern Conference Finals. The series win over the Hawks. Dodgers today, $1.62 road favorite of the Marlins, plus 148. Seven flat the total. Walker Buehler on the mound for the Dodgers. These hand breaks down all the betting angles for UFC 264 from Las Vegas, from the prelims to the main event featuring Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. Get sharp betting analysis from the industry's top UFC handicappers, including analytical insight on every fighter and prop available on the card. vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Your horse racing fan, First Bet is the place for you with wagering on races at more than 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks. It is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. All brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using the promo code Vegas100 today and get up to $100 for the match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vcin.com slash horses for more details. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is Vegas100. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill today here on a Monday. Hope everybody had a safe fourth. 
Uh, Dennis Bernstein joins the program now, the fourth period.com. DB, it's good to talk to you again today, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Let's talk some hockey. Let's talk about the final game tonight. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, that'll do it. We, we were, we, we were going to slowly everybody. massage this into like maybe getting a good 10, 12 minutes out of you before we got to. So there you go. Just rip the bandaid right off. Huh? It's over with. Yeah, I don't know how Montreal beats them, Mitch. Like they, they beat them every which way. It was a close game in game one. They blew it open in the third period. Tampa, the goalie stole game two for Tampa. And in game three, they overpowered them. I, I just don't see it because they've had opportunities to win. I think game two, you point at with Vasilevsky making over 40 saves. That would have been the game to split, come back to Montreal. But that effort in game three, it was a powerful effort. And I'll be honest with you. Halfway through the game, Montreal just looked like a defeated team. Sure, they got a couple of goals off of Askeleski, and they weren't the easiest you know, uh, shots to handle. But right now, Mitch, I, I don't have a path to victory for Montreal. The goalie looks worn down, and he had to be the better goalie, Gary Price, in this round for them to win. Because the theory was their defense and goaltending would carry them. They're not the greatest offensive team in the world, Montreal. And it just hasn't happened. Montreal's basically played four defensemen. They look worn down. The only chance I give them, Mitch, is that they've had two days off, not one day off, and maybe a little mm -hmm. bit more rest. But this team looks taxed. They're not the better team coming in. And I think that you know, with the storm coming in, in Tampa, the tropical storm supposed to hit for game five, I think they just want to close the show. And that's what John Cooper said last night. It's about winning, not about winning at home. So is, is this just a matchup thing? Is Does Montreal just not match up well, or are the Lightning that much better than the Canadians are? Well, I think, Adam, I think it shows how good the New York Islanders were. They took this team to a seventh game and lost one nothing on a shorthanded goal. Yeah, the matchups didn't favor Montreal. You thought that, you know, coming in, Carey Price was otherworldly. He's been pedestrian. He's he's not been good in some games. If you go back to game one, he was bad in the third period. It was There were two 2-1 two games, Adam, and here's the issue. Like, when you're the second-best goalie to Andre Vasilevsky, it's not a bad thing. When you're the second-best goalie in a series, you don't win games, and that's what's happened here. They had opportunities in both games at two, one going to the third. They didn't cash in and just got overrun in the third period. So, yeah, it's a matchup thing. Pound for pound, Tampa is the better team. And now, as much as we didn't criticize the Northern Division this season for not being so strong, and we didn't because Montreal walked through them and got through Vegas. Now you look back and say, well, maybe this is a paper tiger. Maybe this team isn't the second best team in hockey. I'll credit them for making a nice run. But when you look at what's happened in this, in this, this final, it's, it's, it's not good viewing number one, which is tough for NBC going off their contract, but it looks like a match. It was a mismatch on paper. And now it's a mismatch because they're down zero three. Yeah. I'll tell you, I mean, that's the backbreaking goal with 0.3 seconds on the clock yeah. Right in game two in the second period, just was it, it meant everything. It really did. Yeah. Well, look, in the Vegas Montreal series, the turning point was Marc Andre Fleury fumbling the puck in, in game three and making yep. it a tie game and going on. And the Blake Coleman goal, because Mitch, that goal never should have been scored. And not because the goalie didn't make a great shave or Blake Coleman didn't didn't make you know a great play, and he did. He made a Hall of Fame, absolute memorable goal. They had the puck, Montreal, with about nine seconds to go. Like hold on to the puck, shoot it down the ice, and go back to the locker room one-one. It was a it was a dagger. When I was there, I was in the building. I said that's a dagger, and they've never recovered from it. To be honest with you, and and there, that's why we stand zero-three and with uh, Tampa on the verge of winning the cup tonight in Montreal. Why why have the Montreal forwards just been so stifled? What 
what has Tampa done to do that to them, or are they, were they just not ready for this for this matchup? Well, I think Adam, go back to last series. You look at Game Seven, like a shutout. You look at the the goals. The Fords, I think, five on five. Not one Ford has been on the ice for more than one goal. We undersell Tampa's defensive skill. You know why? Because they have Kucherov. Because they have Point. Because they have Stamkos. Because they have Victor Hedman, who's a defenseman. We've undersold that for a long time now. They have incredible defensive effort. They're a big defense, Adam. All you look at their, how they tip the scales and how tall they are, it's a big defense they got back there. They love to block shots, and they clear the path for Andre Vasilevsky to get range of vision when they shoot the, when Montreal shoots the puck. So, yeah, sure, Montreal isn't the most gifted offensive team, but, again, we're underselling how great Tampa is. And now we, if Tampa does the deal and sweeps tonight, Adam, we can open up the discussion about maybe this being the best team of the, the salary cap era, going back to back, and they've been great for five years. But I think it's more credit to the Montreal defense than saying, hey, the Montreal Fords didn't deliver the goods. Yeah, and by the way, on that note, not only back to back, I know that they, uh, you know, bowed out in, you know, depressing fashion like three years yeah. ago, but that's, that was one of the all-time regular season teams that we've ever watched. Yeah, it was over 120 points, so yeah. we can have that conversation. And, and and Mitch, going back to the defense, they had Mikhail Sergachev and David Savard on their third pair. On some teams, Mitch, that's a first-pair defense. Like, that's how good this team is. And they, they've just found a way. And Alex Kalorn has eight goals and nine assists. He's been out the last two games. They haven't missed a beat. And they beat in so many different ways. You think that Tampa's just going to run through teams offensively? It's not the case. They shut teams down except for game two, and then the goalie stood up. So this is why this team is so great, is that the one game they didn't play well, their goalie stood up, and it was, look, I get Marc-Andre Fleury winning the Vesna, but for right now, the, the best goalie in the league right now is Andre Vasilevsky. He's proving it, and he has another shutout in a closeout game. That'll just add to his legacy, but this kid is, is cooking on all cylinders. He, he's the best goalie in the game right now. So we talk about potentially where this team stands historically and, you know, should they be in that conversation? They probably should, as we've talked about how good they've been the last couple of years. How long can they keep this going? I mean, they're they're right up against the cap. They've got all these star players. Like, can this continue? I don't think. Well, Adam, if it does, it's going to be a a different-looking team next year. I assume they're going to lose Tyler Johnson to the expansion draft. He's from Spokane, I believe, so he's up there. That that would be a natural. He's really had a nice... Uh, uh, final for this team. And remember, he was on the fourth line. He was on waivers the beginning of the season because they had cap issues. Uh, so I think he goes. And I, you got to think there's maybe probably another four that's going to have to leave because they are making some good money and they, you know, they're not going to have the same relief as salary cap relief. Kucherov's going to be helping next season. So maybe an Andre Palat who plays on the top line is making about $5 million a year. That's probably another departure. So to have those, those two Fords leave, that's going to be impactful. Will it affect this team? I don't know. I'm not really sure because <laughs> Kucherov wasn't here the whole year. Stamkos isn't 100%. Hedman's not 100%. So it will be a different-looking team, but I think just a dangerous, just as dangerous a team. What about, and, you know, Montreal still has hopes of making this a series, but I think we've all decided it's, it's over at this point. Uh, <laughs> how exciting is their future? I mean, they have a lot of young players, a lot of, a lot of good, talented guys. Seems like they kind of arrived here ahead of schedule. So how excited are we for the future of Montreal? I think we're excited. Now, the GM did spend $107 million in the offseason, so they should be here. It's one of the payoffs for spending that much money. But a guy like Nick Suzuki, who was from Vegas in the Max Pacioretty chain, came, came over. Uh, Jesperi Kakanyemi is 21 years old. So they have youth down the middle. Tyler Toffoli has come in as a free agent, delivered the goods, 27 goals in a regular season. Josh Anderson, he he's one of the guys. You asked me about the, the Fords. 
Adam, Josh Anderson really has underperformed here. They needed him in a big spot here. He hasn't delivered for whatever reason. Maybe it's the first time in a big spotlight or whatever. But, yeah, there's hope there. Carey Price has re- reverted to the Carey Price that we knew for three rounds, not so much in this round. So, yeah, they have things to be optimistic about. They're a little bit older on defense. Shea Weber's had a great a playoff run for this team as well. So you should be optimistic. They probably have to have a couple of tweaks, uh, a little bit maybe more offense on the top six. But yeah, I think it's a, a revelation season for uh, and a redemption season for Mark Bergevin because there's been all kinds of criticisms. Because you know, Adam, if there's not a lot of long success in the playoffs, he's going to get criticized in Montreal. They've delivered for the GM, and they should take away, even if they do go down tonight or they win one or two games, it's been a successful season for the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, well, go, going back to tonight, Tonight's game and and having a play out. I know uh, you think it ends. I think we've both, me and Mitch and I, both kind of felt the same way and discussed that. Everybody thinks it ends except for the Tampa mayor. Uh, so we'll see how that plays yeah, out. Right. But uh, should we? I mean, should we expect Montreal maybe get frustrated? Maybe this turns into a blowout. Does it get ugly? Can we lay a goal and a half? Can we? Do we take the over? Uh, does this game kind of get out of hand tonight? I think you definitely take the over. Adam, I think five, yes. I think Mont- uh, Tampa Bay could get the five. And Montreal's going to have to score some goals, right? So you, if they're going to win, they're going to win a – they're not going to win a 2-1 game, Adam. They're yeah. just not. They're going to have to you know, open up the doors and be much more aggressive. So I think the over is a pretty safe bet here. Uh, the, the goal and a half, if it's a if it's a 4-3 game and Montreal's down and they got to pull the goal, it's a 5-3 game. The one bet – if you can get a price on Braden Point scoring a goal, I'd, I'd go for that bet as well, that prop bet. So, yeah, I would definitely – to me, the over here tonight is, is probably this, the most uh, – the easiest bet for me. That's it, uh, what I'd be playing up tonight if I was uh, laying down some money. So you said Point to score a goal? Yeah. I'm looking at plus 160 on that right now. Kucherov is R- plus 145. What's that? Kucherov's plus 145 to score a goal? Yeah. See, points the goal scorer. Kucherov is the facilitator, although he scored a couple of the last game. I'd lay them both, to be honest with that. I'd bet both. I, I just think that because I don't think it's going to be Blake Coleman or Yanni Gord scoring goals tonight. I, I think their big boys want to close this house. They want to go back to Tampa with the cup on the plane. So I, I think those are really, I think those are sharp plays right now with respect to Kucherov and Point. They're just clicking on all cylinders, and they'll be out there for 20 minutes tonight. They'll have plenty of opportunity. Well, hey, Dennis, I'm looking right now at uh, updated cons, my thoughts. Actually, Vasilevsky, uh, I think there's been some uh, movement here on Kucherov because Vasilevsky was 225, minus 225 favorite over the weekend. I'm seeing now at DraftKings, he's minus 134. Kucherov is uh, even money, points 10 to 1, then it goes down beyond that. But let's say... You know, Vasilevsky allows, I don't want to say a shutout because I think that would wrap it up for him, but let's say he allows a goal yes. or two tonight, but Kucherov has a couple of points, whatever, a goal and assist or a couple of goals. Mm-hmm. Who do you give it to? Well, I look at those numbers. I agree on Vasilevsky right now, but if you look at the numbers on Kuch, right, he's, I think, close to 30 points. Like, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so I think that. I, again, I would probably play both, but I, it, it may, it may, Mitch, it may come down to tonight. Like who has the better game tonight? Is it a is it a four nothing shutout and Vasi gets another shot and closes out another series with a shutout, or does Cooch get two goals and two assists? So I think that it's certainly going to be those two. But I think it may come down to because I think a lot of voters are on the fence right now and they're waiting to see how the rest of the series plays out. If it plays out tonight, the guy who has the bigger game probably wins the the con smile. As you uh, as we wrap up this season, it is going to be a new era in in hockey in the NHL. What is what is the buzz around, you know, the feelings of, you know, getting more exposure, going forward to a, a new network and and what that can bring uh, for the future of the NHL? 
Adam, have you watched the NBC coverage? They, I have. They, they've kind of thrown they, they've thrown in the towel, right? There's no like no post game show, and I, I'm very excited about it. I, th- I think look, they're going to TNT, but don't expect inside the NHL like inside the NBA. It, it, there's just there, there's the not there's no Shaq and there's no Barkley, and there's no Kenny the Jet. So that's it. But I I think the exposure is going to be fantastic to be on ESPN and ESPN Plus returning after 17 years. They're hyped to do it, and I always go back to the original press conference with Jimmy Pitaro from ESPN and. And Gary Bettman, when Jimmy Pitaro joined ESPN, he had a town hall. The first question is, what's the first thing you want to do at ESPN was get back the NHL was Jimmy's answer. So to me, they're going to I think it's a huge win for the team. Plus, you've got a team in Seattle coming in. They're going to play to sell out crowds every night. So I think the move to ESPN and TNT gets a lot more eyeballs on this. I think the, the coverage will be better. I don't think outside the box stuff, but I just think with respect to just the pure numbers and you don't have to go searching on CNBC or USA Network to find the Stanley Cup final next season. Yeah, by the way, you can bet on the amount of points scored in year one by the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> the point total is up. I think we've talked to you about this in recent it's months, like around Dennis. 65? It's 66 and a half okay. right now. Well, would you go under I, that? They got a shot, Mitch. Do they? Yeah, you know why they got a shot? Yeah, you know why? The division stinks. Vegas, Edmonton, and the rest of them, like L.A., San Jose, Anaheim, Calgary, Vancouver, they got a shot. I, I want, Mitch, I want to see the roster. That would be fine. But off the bat, look, let's put it this way. They're, they're not going to be the Vegas Golden Knights. So manage your expectations in Seattle, please. <laughs> Good luck with that. The cup final <laughs> in the first year. But I think they'll have a representative team, and it depends. I assume it's going to be like Jake Allen from Montreal. If they have good goaltending, I think they can win some games because, again, that's probably the weakest division in the NHL next season. And they've got a puncher's chance to get to 66, I think. Follow him on Twitter. He is at DennisTFP. Enjoy the game tonight, if you can at all. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. Oh, I will. I will. Well, Thanks. Thanks, Mitch and Adam. Appreciate being on Follow the Money this yeah, morning. There you Thanks, go. Man. Great stuff as always, my man. Be good. Uh, so jealous he, of that jacket, to be honest. Huh? Kind of jealous of that jacket. It's a very I, sharp looking jacket. I don't think I can pull it off. It's very good. He's he's got a strong uh, yeah. wardrobe. Let's say it's six in the morning. I know he. By the way, he's a West Coast guy. It's <laughs> crazy. He's up. He's ready to go. But he likes to whack down the Red Bulls. Okay. So well, he may. Uh, who knows? It's six twenty right now. He's probably had one or two of those bad boys ready. He hasn't switched over to the Bang. I not that I know of. <laughs> okay. Because on Instagram and stuff like that, he's always like, All "Hey, right. there's a Red Bull at you know whatever time during the day." What would you do with Seattle's point total? I mean, th- by the way, people up in that city. And I love Seattle. I know a bunch of people up there. They're really excited for the team. He's exactly right. Like in their minds, it's not that long ago. It's still kind of fresh what the Golden Knights did. Yeah. They're going to be like, wait a second here. We're on pace to score 54 points this year. What, what happened? Well, he's right. It's, it's a terrible division. And so yeah. I think the Golden Knights are going to be one of the biggest favorites we've ever seen to win a division. Oh, in the my NHL. God. Next year. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Uh, but yeah, they have a chance. And as he said, there's going to be some goaltenders available that I think, you know, you can look at and say they're going to have enough goaltending to be competitive. Uh, but we're not going to see is. The reason the Golden Knights were so successful, they did a great job scouting and, and making their picks. But they also, other teams were just giving them the world to draft certain guys mm-hmm. and say, okay, don't draft this guy. If you take this guy, we'll give you three other players, yep. three picks. People aren't going to do that. They're going to say, just take whoever you're going to take. So that's the disadvantage that they have. Uh, so I, I think they go over that, but I don't think they go far over. Up next, uh, this is a great stat. Game ones of the NBA Finals. How about this? 15 and one straight up, 14 and two ATS from this angle. That's coming up next. At 
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Download the app. Use the promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now, and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, that number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. 
for details. How about this solid tweet from uh, Kevin Rogers? Since 2005, home teams are 15 and one straight up, and 14 and two ATS game one of the NBA Finals. That includes the Lakers in the bubble. Only home team to lose game one in the stretch, Miami versus San Antonio back in 2013. It's an amazing number. I had, for sure. wow. It's crazy. I know, it's a bit of a stretch to call Lakers a home team last year, but yeah. I get that it that it works. It, listen, it doesn't change uh, how overwhelming that number is. Uh, says a lot for the Suns uh, in this game. Obviously, if, uh, if you like the Suns, you're kind of bolstered by that. And it's not that they're just winning, they're covering. Yeah, like right. You said four, 14 out of 16 times they've covered. Uh, that's a very impressive number. Again, doesn't mean that they're going to come in, but it does tell you uh, home court has meant a lot for game one in the finals through the year. How do you want this to play out in terms of uh, overall betting? Like, what's your what's a good angle that you're hoping for? Well, I just told you something during the break, but I'm actually going to alter that. I said, ideally, I'd want Giannis to miss game one, the Suns win big, adjust the series number a little bit, and then get on the Bucks, hoping, or, or with the knowledge maybe, that Giannis yeah. will be back for game two and beyond. I actually think maybe it's better if he plays game one, doesn't look great, but there's like a little bit of a sign there maybe that he's bouncing mm. out of it. And then, you, you know, they look and say, okay, well, he didn't play very well. He's not very healthy. We're going to adjust the Suns number up here over like $2. Then you can jump on the Bucks. I, I want to yeah. find a way to bet the Bucks. But again, when you go in with a strategy like this, I'll tell you, in the, the finals in the NHL, um, my hope going in was all right, the Tampa Bay number is a little too high. Uh, my hope is that the Canadians win game one or even game two, sure. adjust the series price a little bit and then get on the, the Lightning to win because I thought the Lightning were going to dominate the series. Now what happened is the Lightning dominated from the start and then you never get the number that you want. So sometimes you have to accept that maybe you're not going to get the number that you want ever and you're going to miss out and you just have to you know go with that and, and just allow that to happen. But yeah, I, I'm going to look for an opportunity to, to bet the Bucks in the series at an even better number than it is right now. All right. Um, I don't like to be you know prisoner of the moment. No, you know, it's obviously a huge mistake if you are and overreact to everything. How good of a season is Otani really having? I mean, is it, man, it's like. I don't think you can overreact. Honestly. I, it's honestly, but it's, it's something that we've, like, no, who was alive to watch Babe Ruth? Who's alive today? I remember him. Yeah, let me tell you, Sonny, sit on my knee. You know, right? It's just, it's, well, even, I know, he got blown up at his last start, but still. It's a good impression, first of all. Yeah. Uh, I, I think. Even if you were alive, there was no like TV. Nobody had like a, a direct TV package. Nobody's watching the games. You were getting box scores from like. Uh, <laughs> so you'd have to you'd have to be alive and also like in Boston or New York. People were sending was, Ravens back and forth like Game of Thrones right. style. Get it f- four <laughs> days later. It's pigeons, I think. Well, whatever. I mean, game of Thrones is a Raven, maybe. I don't think yeah, I don't think Ravens are no, the ones. It's, it's a Raven in the Game of Thrones. Yes. Well, first of all, I've never seen it, so can, okay. Can tell you. I think it's called the Carrier Raven, not a Carrier Pigeon. There. Really? No, it's not. I just okay. made that up. You could have told me anything. <laughs> right. I would, I would have known. I thought there was dragons. I thought that's all there, there was. There are, yes. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, I did watch the last episode and then live tweet it. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yes. The only episode you ever watched? Yeah. And then you had like, a bunch of opinions on it. There's a lot of snow. Like, I, <laughs> oh, my God. Is, I don't understand. Uh, so, yeah, that was fun. Uh, people did not like that. Uh, but, yeah, I I don't know what we're talking about. Otani, pigeons, I think. Pigeons, Ravens, Otani. Yeah. yeah, if you did see Babe Ruth, you're probably not seeing Otani. And, and by the way, Babe Ruth, I don't know if you... He was this good at both at as both. compared to the rest of the league. Yeah, right. This yes. is insane. Yes, right, exactly. This is absolutely insane what he's doing. And again, I was one, and I'm still one, that thinks he shouldn't be pitching. And I thought going into the year, like, hey, just let him hit. 
He's going to be a star offensively. Let him do that, and he has. But pitching hasn't held him back at all. No, which it's is just crazy. startling. It really is. I mean, this is like if it, if it keeps up like this, and again, he doesn't Mitch, get he's hurt. He's on pace to go sixty home runs, twenty stolen bases, <laughs> and be one of the best pitchers in the league, and have a sub three ERA yes. potentially with again like one hundred and fifty strikeouts. I, I, I mean, it's, it's like if he doesn't get hurt, and why would the numbers all of a sudden? Maybe the home run contest will take something out of him. Like, that had been a thing for a while, right? And he's actually going to go out there and do it next week in uh, Coors. But, um, but he's a unicorn. Maybe it helps him. I, I, right, exactly. It's crazy. It's just it's really hard to wrap our heads around this when a guy should not be doing any of this stuff. Like I said, you said you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I don't think you can. I think I don't think you can understate or overstate, excuse me, how good he has been. I have three MVP tickets on him. So I was betting the whole time. I'm like, I, I don't think I'm overreacting. I'm stay betting, healthy. Yeah, stay healthy. And I think I'm good to go here. Jay Croucher, points bet coming up next. Uh, how the shift, how the odds have shifted in this uh, McGregor-Poirier fight. It's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VSIN gear. We've got hat shirts and mugs with the VSIN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about. And it's not under until it's over. Visit the VSIN store today at vsin.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's vsin.com slash store. Jay Croucher joins the program, now director of trading at PointsBet. Sports books across the country. Jay, good morning. Glad that you survived the fourth. How are you today? Doing well, Mitch. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you got it. Let's uh, let's start with the NBA Finals tonight. Uh, where you guys opened the series price here with the Suns obviously having home court. The, what number do you think you would have if Giannis didn't get hurt against the Hawks? And then what's the overall liability look like on these two teams? Yeah, so we opened with Bucks plus 135, and that's drifted now to Bucks plus 150. I think just the uncertainty around Giannis, people are a bit afraid to bet on the Bucks at this point until there's a bit more clarity around when he's actually going to come back. If he was fully healthy uh, and didn't have the hyperextended knee, then the Bucks would be clear favorites in the series. I uh, expecting that minus 140 to minus 130 range. So not quite flipped, but they still would have been clear favorites uh, even without home court. And then in terms of liability, it's pretty much split. Uh, you know, game one opened at minus five and a half, hasn't really moved off of that. Uh, that's pretty split. And then for the series as well, people are largely staying away just because just because of the uncertainty around Giannis. I think that the money will start to come in uh, when we get uh, official word for him for game one and the rest of the series. If you got some sort of announcement like, hey, he's playing, but he's limited. He's playing, but he's only 60%. Is that a case where you would kind of move the number dramatically or would you kind of let the market dictate that? If he was playing game one and he was going to be limited, that still helps Milwaukee because the thing is, is their depth is so limited. We're seeing, you know, Jeff Teague, we're seeing Thanasis and Tedekumpo, even just 60% of Giannis, um, just the threat of him. You know, even if he's just reduced to a role man, you know, he'd still be very, very useful in that role uh, and just have some gravity there. So, yeah, a limited Giannis, if they can get him back and he's 60, 70% for the series, that would materially move the number because at this point, there's still a chance that we might not see him at all right yeah right um 
Good point. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Did you guys have some? And Jay Croucher's our guest points bet. Did you guys? I'm guessing you had some pretty decent tickets that were cash on the Suns to win the Western Conference. Yeah, we did. Unfortunately, it wasn't the best result for us. We were definitely cheering for the Clippers. Uh, people really bought into the Suns, um, particularly after um, after Anthony Davis went down, and that kind of opened up the path for them. Uh, you know, they came into round one at twenty to one for the title, and which is pretty long for a two seed. Uh, so people did jump on that and. And the thing about the Suns is we haven't really believed in them all year. We thought that they just don't have that upper uh, echelon, you know, top 10, top 12 player in the league. So we've been fading them all year and and have definitely been burnt. Uh, you know, their path to the finals has been, you know, incredibly fortuitous. Um, you know, they've been excellent. They've taken care of business. But, yeah, it's definitely not the best result for us, uh, them getting here. So we'll be cheering for the Bucks in the finals, certainly. Do you do you take that into consideration? When you're, when you're looking at the Suns, do you – you know, do you change their power rating significantly based on what they've done, or do you just look at it and say, "Well, they've they've played every single team they played has been missing their best or second best player, so this is what we thought they were. They just had an easier path than we thought." Yeah, great question. It's it's a little bit of both in the sense that you know they played the Nuggets without uh, without Jamal Murray, but they still swept them. That was a right. still really impressive victory. And then likewise with the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers could have won that series in five if a couple of bounces had gone differently and and Paul George could make his free throws uh, down the end of games. But you know, at the same time, uh, you know they have been impressive, but. You know, we thought that where this was headed is that, you know, they were going to get through the West and then they were going to face a full strength Milwaukee. And then we were going to be very, very confident in Milwaukee, but they're not even getting a full strength Milwaukee. So the thing is, is they might win the title and we'll never know how good they actually are. So we have game four coming up tonight, then of the Stanley Cup final at this point, uh, which is obviously still many hours away. Uh, do you have decent handle on this yet? Or is anybody betting Montreal? Do they think it's a dead series? And then what about the uh, odds movement here to win the Con Smythe? So not much activity on Montreal. I think people have given up on them. It seemed like Montreal, they were a spent force in game three. Game two was the one that they needed to have. And and Vasilevsky, what, he had 42 saves or something in that region. And he just... Um, uh, he just kind of put the clamps on the series, and now it feels like you know this is going to be a sweep. That's certainly what the odds reflect, and it's what betters expect. We've got seventy-five percent of our handle on Tampa Bay at the money line tonight, and you know with the Con Smythe, that might be the more interesting matchup. Uh, Nikita Kucherov against Andre Vasilevsky, uh, where that one is much more evenly matched in the series. We've got Vasilevsky, a very slight favourite. Uh, but then Kucherov is coming home pretty strong. He had a great game three. Vasilevsky was a little bit off. So we've still got Vasilevsky, um, the slight favor. I think that, you know, if he has a shutout or he has another game like he did in game two, then that might be enough to clinch it. But Kucherov's gap on the rest of the uh, rest of the competition with his points total uh, is really significant. And if he puts up a couple more points or, you know, scores again, uh, then he might he might end up taking it. Jay, uh, earlier today we were talking about you know fight week here in Las Vegas. Adam covers uh, the UFC for the uh, paper here in town, the Las Vegas Re- Re- uh, Review Journal, and he was making the case that numbers are typically off on Conor's fight just because he's so popular and he's going to take a lot of action. So um, he thinks Poirier should probably be a little bit heavier uh, of a favorite than what he is in this matchup. Actually, uh, how how have the odds actually changed in this fight as they go at it Saturday night? 
I think it's really instructive that McGregor, despite all the handle on him, is still an underdog. Uh, we've got him uh, at plus 100 to Poirier's minus 125. But, I mean, McGregor was minus 300 last time these two guys faced off, and now he's out to plus 100. Uh, we've got 75% of our handle on McGregor, but we're still happy to lay him you know, at that even money. Uh, you know, McGregor, he'll want to win this because his next fight might be against Logan Paul if he doesn't. <laughs> uh, but people do people do believe in him still, uh, despite what happened in the previous fight. And so that's where all our money's coming in. Can you just put up the McGregor-Logan Paul number? As, that's what we're going to get anyway, so you might as well do it. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. We probably are, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're good, now we're going to get that? Oh, it, boy. Can, can you can you uh, just talk to the I, – I, I was making the case, and Mitch just pointed out, like, is it tough to set a number on McGregor just because you know no matter what you put up, people are going to bet it, but he's not like a dominant force anymore? Exactly, yeah. It's kind of, we're feeling out, we're always trying to get to the price point where we can continue to lay him, but, you know, at the shortest price possible for us. Uh, you know, at minus 110, I mean, McGregor opened his favorite where he's minus 130, yep. then he drifted to minus 110. Uh, at that point, we're still laying Poirier, and then, um, you know, when it gets out to plus 100, we're still pretty happy with this number. But, you know, a way that a lot of people have been betting this fight is just McGregor to win in round one, uh, which is plus 350, where people, I think they're going off, you know, the previous fight where McGregor was excellent early, but then just tied really quickly uh, with all those leg kicks uh, from Poirier. And so that's been a really popular way to bet this fight is, is McGregor getting it done early, which, you know, he might have to. Jay, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Adam. Okay, good. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. 
Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature. It's called Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRiver Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21 years old play. Doug Kazarian joins the program now, host of a Daily Wager on ESPN, but also more importantly, a former burrito eating champion. Uh, at least one time over, maybe multiple times I actually uh, could be. Doug, how are you today, pal? Doing well, doing well, yes. Two times. Two, two times. Time burrito eating champion and uh, an ice cream sandwich as well on the resume, that, that contest as well. That's pretty strong. How, how many hot dogs could you do right now? Well, let's clarify. There's different forms of eating contests. I'm a, I'm a big speed guy, right? So the contest Mitch and I competed in many, many, many years ago here in Las Vegas was more about how fast can you eat one Chipotle burrito. The, the volume, the volume, like, you know, you can't hang. I don't know how many, three hot dogs? I don't know, four. That's But the, the speed, that's my gift. <laughs> the speed is your gift. You remember, how, was it like under a minute that you did, put down that burrito? Well, yeah, so the first year we did it, we were, what was it, the Las Vegas Fest? We were cross-promoting on, you know, radio and TV. It was like a charity kind of fundraiser. And I did like a minute seven, but I was, you know, those competitive juices kick in. And then the next year, I like didn't eat past nine o'clock the previous night. That morning, (laughs) I went for a long swim, and I was fired up. Talking smack all week. I think we were joining your guys, you know, Mitch, your show. Yep. Radio, I think Adam, you and I talked smack about it as well on our show. And then uh, I went 53 seconds with a full Chipotle burrito with all the work. Wow. Something to be proud of. Absolutely. You were much much younger then, though. I mean, does the age catch up to you in the eating world? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got dinner with humans about a week and a half ago, and I was super late, and then they had to wait for me, and they ordered while I was driving in, and then it was gone, the steak and everything, and then that goes. Yeah, the one thing Doug could do is put it down pretty quickly, so I knew he'd catch up just in time. 
what's the fastest thing that you can eat? Like, can you bury, uh, you know, 10 chicken wings in a couple of minutes? Or what, like, where, where do you really thrive? I, I think I thrive with, like, something along the lines of a burrito, where it's the breathing and the eating and consuming all in one motion. I think the wings is, involves other things that are, you know, maybe not my wheelhouse. So Good. I would say the burrito and things along those lines, uh, like a sandwich, Subway, kind of stuff like that. Yeah, wings is very meticulous. You gotta, you know, scour yeah. the entire wing. It's tough. You gotta be careful because of the bones. Oh, I yeah. would think like like bone like some the nuggets over at Chick Fil A. I, I mean, I swear to God, I've said this before on the air many 100? times. I know I could push seventy five, like the the grilled ones <laughs> in, in probably a couple of minutes. They just they, I inhale them. It's like a handful right after. It's crazy. Impressive. Yeah, yeah, it is. We should do that one day. Well, if anybody can appreciate Doug, then or uh, I'm sorry, Joey Chestnut, it's you, Doug. Did you, by the way, did you guys see the lemonade chugging contest the first time ever? Yeah. Just, just recently this morning on Twitter. Yes. Oh, how good was that? It wasn't good. Yeah, no, I, I kind of want to, kind of want to come out of retirement on somebody when you see these things. It's, it's, uh, it's like you know, and then you guys, you know, that's the beauty of radio and all these this, the silliness in the summer when we usually don't have major sports on for a few months obviously this year's different but you can do kind of comical stuff and that's really how we all connected at least uh mitch you and i was through that through that uh eating contest and started you know coming in and joining in studio and then we started hanging out more and obviously working together at similar uh shows and stuff like that but um that's the best part is you can take these uh national things and start to start to do goofy stuff Along those lines. Yeah, I think the problem with the lemonade is uh, I, I have studied a lot of these competitive eaters. I, I am obsessed with the competitions. And uh, apparently the sugar is the worst thing. It has to be. Yeah. Mm. So so of, of any competition, anything that has a lot of sugar is bad. So lemonade is rough, man. That's rough. You'd have like a diabetes attack right on the spot? That's not good. Diabetic Terrible. attack, I should say. Well, um, also just the hot dogs. Like hot dogs aren't that good, right? Like that's <laughs> the fascinating thing. It's, they're like fine and it's like whatever you have one, maybe on the golf course or a, do- or, or a baseball game. But it's just like just the, the stuff you're faced with these things. It's just. This is mind boggling. Oh. Slander. No, no. Slander. But, but oh, by, the, by the way, like with no. You can't put ketchup or mustard or anything on it whatsoever. Like who eats? Right. Who eats a plain dog well, in a not bun? Not to mention you're dipping the bun in water. Oh, it's <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, the whole it's got it is tough to watch. It is when you get the close-ups of Chestnut and just like the water and the buns are all over his face and he's smashing <laughs> three dogs at a time in his mouth. Like oh my on. god. Uh, is it going to be tough to watch the finals, Doug? I don't know. How to, is that the, the segue? No, it's great. Yeah, tough to watch the, the NBA segue. finals. Well, I'm actually thrilled. Uh, we get a little fresh meat in there, right? I mean, um, you know, LeBron's been great, awesome run. I'm a Laker fan. It was great to see him. But it, it, it's really cool to see these two teams. What stinks is that Giannis is hurt. But the thing about the Phoenix Suns is, yes, they have Chris Paul and even Booker, but they're not really the superstar-driven team and everything kind of around them. I think they're just like a perfectly assembled basketball team that complements one another just perfectly. Every player has his role stays as lane, and I always said this during the regular season, when one guy was out, whether it's like Cam Johnson or just a, kind of a role player was out, they kind of were like not good at all. So they just all complement each other so well. I mean, you saw how valuable a guy like Campaign was in the uh, previous series when he missed the second half against the Clippers. It's noticeable. So yep. I just think it's a beautiful brand of basketball when they're all healthy and they play off each other so well. And – you know, they just they all just accept their role. Even the Booker Chris Paul thing works. Booker's deferential to the veteran point guard. And I think the fact that he has all that experience lets guys like DeAndre Ayton defer to him and it's just so it's just perfectly assembled. And then you have the Bucks, 
where while Giannis is awesome, he has some small shortcomings, and then you have the other two guys who are less heralded players, but very, very, very talented, especially defensively, and it's going to be really interesting to see how all those pieces fit and whether, you know, when. I think Giannis at some point will come back. He looks relatively healthy, obviously avoided surgery and what we all feared when we initially saw the injury. So I'm, I'm fired up for this uh, NBA Finals for sure. Well, sometimes we, you know, we love to break down numbers and the analytics and the matchups and everything else. And, and then sometimes it's just obvious. But in this case, is it as obvious as Giannis plays, the Bucks win? If he doesn't, the Suns win. No, I think it's a great question. I, I think the one thing, and someone mentioned this to me yesterday, and I was like, you know, that's a great point. Like, the Bucks have been this team that's been in, unable to get over the hump, and they've played pretty tight. Like, for, against Brooklyn, they were certainly tight, right? They were so much better than the Nets team that had Durant, but then, like, Joe Harris couldn't hit a shot. Uh, Kyrie wasn't there. Harden was a fraction of himself, and they still only advanced because KD's big shoe was over the line, and then like they had no business winning that series, even though they were should have won it so so much e- more easily. But now I think they're playing with kind of house money. I think you're going to see a loose team play with more confidence and just kind of free flowing and not this big albatross around their neck and trying to get over the hump. So I actually think we're going to see a pretty good version of the Bucks. And then if Giannis returns, you know you don't know if it's going to be like Embiid fighting through injury and playing just hurt and managing the pain. But I think we see, I think we see um, Giannis probably like game by game three. I'm that optimistic, just just assessing his behavior from far on the bench. So, do you have a future ticket another one of these teams? Um, if not, how do you I play? Actually do oh, you do? Okay, I have the Bucks at fourteen to one, and I played it very small in middle of the season. Where I just thought things were getting so out of whack with the Nets. Um, but last week I played the Suns at minus. $2, and I thought that would be the right price. Of course, that's not the best price anymore. I just thought they are healthy, and that's such a big component. You weren't sure if even the Hawks were going to advance. I think it was 2-2 at that point in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I just thought Giannis was going to be done. I thought there was no way sure. um, he was going to respond. I just thought, and I, I think anytime you look at a series price, you have to look at game one. And mm-hmm. obviously game one, we know that the, the track record of ATS, the team at the home court, I just felt that, that game, that first game, we've seen teams turn around like a grueling series, turn around, have to play game one and not have much in the tank, much like the Clippers after disposing of Utah had that quick turnaround on the road. So I thought we were going to see that version of kind of Milwaukee just, you know, kind of running on fumes. And then then obviously the series price is going to adjust in the favor of the, the Suns. But it's been, it's been tough to figure out. There's kind of two ways to look at this Phoenix team, right? On one hand, you have like, hey, they're perfectly healthy. They play great. They're awesome down the stretch. They have that sort of, uh, go-to kind of game manager down the stretch in those in those short games with Chris Paul is so effective in, in you know games within three or five points three minutes to go. But like, how good is this? The other side is how good is the Suns team, right? Like, they were minus you know the Lakers were minus nine hundred against them in the first round when they were up two games to one, and then the AD injury. Then they catch the Denver Nuggets, who are missing their entire backcourt, and then they played great. Give them credit for actually sweeping, but it was a sort of limited Denver team, albeit with Jokic being outstanding. And then they get the Clippers without Kawhi, and they had the couple coin flip games in there as well. The value now, I know Chris Paul wasn't wasn't playing for the first couple games, but you know the Suns probably are really good, but they're a little unproven through the course of the Western Conference. Now, there's no asterisks or anything silly like that, but you know it, they're not right. this dominant dominant team out of the West. About ninety seconds here, then okay. If you didn't have either one of those future tickets, then. And you said you thought you were going to get the best number of the Suns at minus $2, but that's when you thought Giannis was going to be out. 
how would you approach it then? Would you lay the money with the Suns, with the unknown of Giannis, or would you maybe go like in a certain amount of games? Would you lay a game and a half for the series? What would you do? Yeah, I actually think there's value on Milwaukee. I think they're going to be playing loose, and it's just so hard with Giannis coming back, like the unknown of Giannis, right? I mean, it's as simple as, like, if Giannis plays, they win. I do think the Bucks, and I just hate Budenholzer, though. I just think the adjustments are going to be made the right way with Monty Williams. So uh, I'd probably just take the money up, plus 150, if I had to, and was itching, itching to play the series price. Good stuff. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Doug ESPN, Daily Wager every day on ESPN2 as well. All right, pal, thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. You got it. I think I'm going to go tweet out the burrito eating uh, contest and picks from that <laughs> celebration. Perfect. You definitely should. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. By the way, he. do you think he still has, like, whatever he won for that? Was it, like, a ribbon? Or was it uh, a plaque? Uh, probably, I mean, probably, like, uh, some kind of unlimited, like, supply of burritos. Whatever it was. Like, I promise yeah. you, he has some... Memento, souvenir, whatever you, it is from that event. Yeah, if there was a tangible prize, he has it. He has it, and he probably... 100%. It's close to his bed. He might rub it before he goes night-night, you know, whatever. Everybody that comes over. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me show you what I got here. Huh? Good. Yeah. Good stuff today, man. Thanks for sitting in. We appreciate it. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.